can cryptocurrencies be used to protect your wealth in a weakening economy? Cryptos are generally perceived as high risk and with good reason. We've seen the kind of volatility associated with crypto assets like Bitcoin and Ethereum, both of which dropped more than 70% between November 2021 and last year. And that's before rebounding sharply since the start of 2023. But can cryptos be used by ordinary investors to hedge against risks like inflation and currency depreciation? Well, it turns out they can. And joining us to discuss this is Brett Hope Robertson, Head of Investment at Revix. Hi, Brett. Good to have you back on. Can we start off by talking about the major risk factors for South Africans trying to accumulate wealth? I mentioned inflation and RAND depreciation. Am I missing something? Thanks for having me on. I think this is really a prevalent topic for all South Africans today, right? Um, there's key issues in South Africa, especially that affect you on a macro level and how to invest and protect yourself uh, in an environment like this is is something everyone's kind of seeking. And I think, as we've all heard the saying, a key, the, the, any, the first key to any problem is realizing there is one. South Africa is by no means perfect, and there are major risks. You've mentioned two of them. I think you know, inflation is a big one. I think interest rates are another. I think load shedding is a huge one. And obviously now gray listing that's just popped up are these four kind of pillars. And they do feed into RAND evaluation, right? I mean, if we start off with inflation, last year, decade high inflation globally, South Africa was kind of no different or no, no exception to this rule. I think we printed at about 7.2%, which is a 1.3% rise from the start of the year. And you know, there's a lot of people talking now, uh, we think uh, inflation is going to cool off. Our last print was 6.9. We've pulled back in Jan. But there's one thing we know about inflation is it remains sticky for a really long time at the best of times. And we've kind of seen that in the US where they're looking at pushing up interest rates for longer. And how inflation kind of affects people's investments is, you know, your everyday expenses obviously are more expensive. That's cool. But more importantly, it, as you said, it uh, weakens the South African RAND. So South Africans find themselves saving and investing in a currency that's losing value faster than it used to. And it becomes extremely tough to kind of grow your international wealth in a currency that's literally depreciating daily and faster than it used to. I mean, we normally at about a 5% depreciation. That's starting to kick up to about a 7 8% area now. Um, and it's just kind of really disheartening to, to grow your, try to grow your wealth and, and have your hard-earned hard money disappear daily. The next kind of area we see is interest rates. Again, interest rates soaring around the world to kind of combat inflation. South Africa did their eighth consecutive interest rate hike up to 7.25%. And again, analysts are saying, well, we project interest rates will be around for longer and higher than the market expects. Out of the US just this week, they've, they've completely re-rated uh, the market with regards to how high interest rates will go and how long they will be there. And what interest rates do when they're high is they make funding for companies more expensive. Um, and the company's ability to, to borrow money and therefore grow their business becomes really expensive. So this kind of translates into reduced company profits, one. And two, a lot of analysts discount cash flows uh, on interest rates. So the higher the interest rates, the less that that future cash flow means for a business today. And so therefore, Current stock prices should be hit quite hard by by uh, these interest rate hikes, South African companies. So it's also not even just Randy valuation. It's how do you grow your wealth also with Randy valuing and a falling stock market, right? And the other two we have is load shedding and gray listing. Um, load shedding, everyone knows about, uh, completely disrupts economic activity. 
company growth, profits, and even tax collection if there's no profits, right? It's hard to grow a business with no power. And if you get it, it's still really expensive to run. So your margins get absolutely shot. And so this kind of all has really negative effects on South African companies again. So your stock market and the South African RAND, no one really wants to come and invest in a country that has no power. Uh, so your demand side of your RAND is, is, is diminishing. And so investors in South Africa, your everyday people sit again with this devaluing currency and this falling stock market. And gray listing popped up. It's done now. We've finally been put onto it. And what this kind of means is linkages to the global financial system is just gets a little bit tougher. Getting foreign direct investment gets a little bit tougher. You need a, the country that wants to invest in South Africa has to go through more increased due diligence to get in here, which means they have to spend more money. So it's, it's adding a cost to the foreign investment. So you might see a lot of foreign investment kind of move away from South Africa due to this, which is critical to RAND strength. It's a huge demand side for the RAND. Um, and again, as you said, RAND devaluation just keeps on popping up in all of these themes. So all these factors kind of point to a future of RAND devaluation, lower stock prices, and sticky inflation. And I think crypto could possibly be be the provider of help for that. All right, yeah, let's pivot this to cryptocurrencies. It might be, uh, uh, for a lot of people, rather strange that we bring in uh, the subject of cryptocurrencies when we're talking about trying to grow your wealth in a weakening economy. But give us some idea how cryptos could be used to protect against these risks that you've just been talking about. Yeah, sure. So these risk factors I just mentioned, it, it, it basically means there could be a year of further rand devaluation further sticky inflation and negative South African stock prices, right? So investors ultimately in South Africa, number one, need to get into an asset class that is a rand hedge. That's number one. And two, need to possibly look for an asset class that is not that and not as inflationary. And three, that has some form of growth to it. And crypto kind of ticks all these boxes, right? Crypto is a dollar-denominated asset, meaning it's priced in dollars and therefore is a rand hedge investment and kind of provides this protection against this everyday rand devaluation. Secondly, there are some cryptocurrencies that have extremely low inflation rates, if not deflationary. I mean, uh, Kieran, you'll probably know Bitcoin and Ethereum come to mind here as two of the kind of front runners in this in this space. And thirdly, you're looking for growth, right? So. It's kind of strange on the after the year we've had to say, look, look at crypto for growth. But Bitcoin and, for example, even an index tracker like the Arabic's top 10 bundle, both have significantly outperformed the South African stock market over the last three years. And that's just a three-year sample. You go back five, 10 years, it's, it becomes a bit ridiculous. But, I mean, the Revix top 10 bundle did over 340% in three years. Bitcoin done over 290. And your top, your JSC top 40 did about 44 so there is this long-term view that you look at and you go, well, this asset class is a rand hedge. It's got low inflation, a lot of these assets, and it's a huge benefit on a return basis to add to a balanced portfolio. Okay, crypto did have a tough year last year. You just mentioned that. But people will be asking, can it realistically be used to help grow my wealth? How do you answer that? Yeah, yeah. it's it's one we get a lot. and. You know, look, last year was a tough year, right? It's basically the year where anything that could have gone wrong in crypto kind of did. And despite all the bad actors and the bad news of 2022, you know, crypto is still here. There's multiple blockchains still operational, billions of dollars still being processed. The technology itself is still running and winning. And on this investment related note, when everyone asks, well, can it really grow wealth? I look at it, look at it over the last year. 
if you look at return profiles on a, on a long-term view, right, there still isn't an asset class that's performed like crypto. I mean, Bitcoin has returned on average over 160% a year, year on year since its inception. That's metal. Secondly, there's never, there's yet in Bitcoin's history to be a four-year period of negative, negative returns. There's never been a rolling four-year period in Bitcoin's history of negative returns. In fact, the lowest four-year period return it had is 144% up. I mean, that's that's mental. So it's just kind of showing you that, yes, there's going to be massive cycles in crypto. There's going to be volatility in it. But on four-year periods, it's it's actually quite a stable-ish investment, right? It's it's it hasn't had a negative return four-year period, um, and in between that, you're going to get this volatility, and that's because it's still a very young asset class fighting for market dominance. Um, there's regulation that's coming in around the world trying to there's there's actors trying to stop it. There's actors trying to help it grow, and it's just fighting in this mode right now. But if you look on a long-term view, as I said, it's one of the most outperforming asset classes we've ever seen. And on top of that, it's uncorrelated. A lot of these different areas of crypto are uncorrelated to a, a, a number of different asset classes. And we've kind of seen that simply adding a 5 to 10% allocation to a balanced portfolio drastically increases the risk reward or your sharp ratio of that portfolio. So on that perspective alone, as just a diversifier, it's it's a must-have in, in a portfolio at, at, at a smidgen of a 1% to 10% allocation would be enough. Okay, so the question is then, where do people get access to crypto? And more importantly, diversified exposure. Now, Revix does have a few products there. So tell us about that. Look, in these in crazy times, we always want diversification, right? And this is why we say in crypto, especially a market that's changing constantly, why search for that needle in the haystack, you know, that one investment that could make you, but that one investment could also break you. Um, so why search for that needle, that one investment, when you can just buy the whole haystack? Um, and that's kind of where Revix came up with the, the old bundle ideas. And it's such a changing environment. You might as well just buy the haystack and have fun um, instead of spending your time searching for that one winner. But yeah, so Revix has our signature crypto bundles. So these are like your indexes or your ETS, but of the crypto space. And it's basically fit for any investor who wants to buy the entire crypto market outright or chooses to buy a bundle that's of a subsector of crypto or an area that they prefer or find more appealing, but also through one-click investment, instantly diversified across the biggest actors in those spaces. So we have our top 10 bundle, which is our index tracker. We have our smart contract bundle, our decentralized finance bundle, our payments bundle. We also have our inflation shield, um, which is two inflationary, uh, two inflation fighters put together. And we bring out two new bundles this year. Um, so I'll ask everyone, in about end of April, so people should watch the space for that. Just very quickly before we end off the inflation shield, how did that perform since you started that, which I think is, what, a year or a year and a half ago? Yeah, so um, the inflation shield, firstly, is a bundle comprised of what we think is the inflation protector of tomorrow and the inflation protector of yesterday. It's your Bitcoin and your gold, and it's optimized to – it's optimized in a certain weighting that allows for minimal drawdown risk and gets you kind of this maximum kind of kicker. So it's basically like a, a supercharged gold. It's 75% gold and it's 25% Bitcoin. And I mean, just off the top of my head, yeah, we, we started that about two years ago and a year and a half ago. Um, but since we've obviously run it for a while on the back end over the last three years, it's up 18% in three years versus gold, only up three. So it's got that Bitcoin kicker to it, that Bitcoin element to it, 
that when crypto market starts to turn, you get that crypto upkick into your gold investment strategy. So it's kind of like your little supercharged gold. Okay, we're going to leave it there. Thanks very much, Brett Hope Robertson from Revex.